Hello, and welcome to the Creating Wealth and Wellness podcast, where freedom is cultivated through personal development, where women connect to fuel their futures, and where wealth is created as a byproduct of being well. Although Tara usually starts the show, this is Amanda, and I'm here with Max Spielberg. He's our first guest expert who is a dad. <laughs> so I'm really excited to bring his perspective and wisdom to the show, although most of our audience is women. Um, that, of course, does not mean that we are in any exclusion of the men and dads in our lives. So super important. So welcome. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, Amanda. Really excited to 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 be on on your podcast. I, I respect a lot of what you've been doing on on the show and and a lot of the ideas you've been expressing. So really feel honored to to be invited on. Yay! Wonderful. So let me just give everybody a brief background, and I'll let you expand on it. But Max and his partner, from what I understand. David Johnson were um, business partner David Johnson. Are you, that's correct, right? Right, business awesome. partner. I, I am. Yeah. I am. I am married to, to to my wife to a woman. And you have <laughs> so. beautiful children. Yeah. Um, awesome. So they were in search of an organic of organic medicines for their families, but were not finding anything to their liking. So they set out to create a team of highly experienced chemists, pharmacists, formulators, medical professionals, and a solid business team who share a common goal to make medicine healthier. Woo woo! <laughs> so in 2017, Genexa, their now company, was named Gold Startup of the Year um, by the Best Business Awards. And I'm sure there's lots more that I'm not going to get into. Um, in terms of what you've accomplished and how you created it, but that is quite an accomplishment you, you have there. Thank you. Absolutely incredible. So to get started, um, can you give our listeners a sense of who you are, how you and David ended up on this journey, uh, formulating and producing and distributing this natural medicine um super duper curious about that yeah that's that's a great question so i definitely never thought i'd be in the uh, pharmaceutical industry it was probably the last person um, ever to think that they would be be in, in this industry but basically um i was actually i actually went to law school and i didn't really I took the bar and I practiced law for a little bit, but it just, it wasn't very meaningful for me. Uh, just reviewing contracts all day. It, it just wasn't something that I was like, kind of made me excited to wake up in the morning. I really wanted something that was more meaningful to do every day. And I, I actually got into the home health care industry. I started some home health agencies and I, I really enjoyed it, but it was it became a little bit challenging and the, the problem in that industry is you, you always want to do a great job for everyone and to do that you have to really hire the best caregivers and nurses and doctors uh, the problem becomes that you're, you're also you get paid by medicare or, or medicaid or, mm. or insurance companies and they they just they don't really they don't 
they, they pay you very little and it just, it becomes impossible to hire the best people. So you sort of end up having to hire not necessarily the best nurses and caregivers. And it just wasn't really enjoyable um, to, to, to be, to be in that, that, uh, that area of healthcare anymore. Mm. So about four or five years ago, I was sort of thinking about other things to do and, and other other ideas, and I actually have pretty bad seasonal allergies, and I took lots of lots of different medicines on the market, more over the counter medicines. And one day, I just started reading about what was in them, and I saw things like pharmaceutical dye and colors, and magnesium stearate and cornstarch, and really just the things that that myself and my family you know, we try to avoid in our daily life and in terms of the food we eat and just supplements we take, but yet they're in our medicines. So it really just got me thinking, right. you know, why, why are, why, you know, I'm someone that I try to shop at, at sprouts or try, try to eat healthy, but why is it when I'm sick and I want to take a cold medicine, I have to take cornstarch. So I ended up, one of my best friends at the time, uh, David Johnson, my business partner, he, him and I had always talked about different ideas and we started talking about this and, and we started just thinking, well, is there a way to make, make the pharmaceutical industry healthier? Is there a way, way to make over-the-counter medicines healthier? And we started talking to manufacturers and doctors and everyone said no. <laughs> Great. <laughs> this is the way to make it healthier. Um, this is the way it's always been. It's the way it always will be. If you think that you can do anything different about it, you're, you're crazy. So uh, we didn't give up. <laughs> Thank <laughs> and goodness. And we talking to more, <laughs> thank you, more doctors and more manufacturers. And, and basically, we ended up finding an R&D team of, of, of clinicians that believed in our vision of making medicines that were effective but healthier and, and didn't, didn't have all the unhealthy ingredients in them. So we, we ended up spending about two years in research and development, and we, we patented uh, different types of delivery systems to, to, to hold the, the medicines together in, in a healthy way. And we launched the company about uh, almost two years ago now. So it's been, it's been really just an amazing experience. We're in about 30,000 stores today. Wow. Um, we're things play, we're launching into sprouts right now actually we're just going on shelf um literally this week there uh, in lots of gncs and and, and lots of cvs's so the, the response ha was really just overwhelmingly positive and it was interesting because when we first started the company um, I basically went door to door kind of with a backpack and I went to pharmacies and said hey can you do me a favor and put this on your shelf mm. and everyone said well why would anyone want a medicine that's certified organic and non-GMO, you know, no one cares. People don't care what's in their medicine. Um, and I said, okay, maybe you're right, but you know, we I've spent years of my life on this. Can you just give it a shot? This is just within the last five years that you were getting those responses. Yeah. So basically, when wow. we about two years ago, when we first launched the company, we actually had products in hand. We went to pharmacies and stores, and yeah. uh, we're in Los Angeles, so we went to a little store here called Airwan, and we said, "Hey, can you you know can you put this on your shelf?" <laughs> and um, people, the response was, and people were very nice, but they just said, "I understand that it's certified organic, it's non-GMO, it's healthier, but I don't really think people care about." Med whether medicines are healthy um, yeah. people care about healthy food but people don't care about this Interesting. 
So they, wow. yeah, so they put it on their shelf and, and people did care actually. And one store became 10 and 10 became a hundred and a hundred became mm. 5,000. And so it, it grew from there. But what's really amazing is, is that we've really been able to create kind of a movement from our customers around our products just because we're the only company dedicated to making the pharmaceutical industry healthier and so now we get we get emails on a daily basis thanking us for the products we make we get emails for product requests um, saying hey can you make this type of medicine healthier that type of medicine healthier mm-hmm. so it's it's really just been, been amazing you know, the, the response from customers that we've gotten what a beautiful journey and really in in the big picture, four to five years is not that long for what you have accomplished. That's, there's some pretty hefty accomplishments in that amount of time, especially in a field um, like a consumer and, you know, social field that's not exactly open to the, <laughs> to the medicine. So incredible. I, I'm super curious about, um, so a lot of us have ideas, right? There's probably a lot of people listening to the show who've had ideas. What was it about this idea for you and for David? And maybe it was a combination of both of you getting excited about it. I don't know. Um, but how did you know that this one was your calling? Like this one was worth sticking with and, and getting no after no and, and dealing with the rejection and pushing through like a lot of people have ideas, but what was different about this that for you was just like, this is the calling. I will make it happen. That, that's a fantastic question. I think one of the things that was really, really drew us to this idea in particular is first of all, on a personal note, I, I'm a consumer of medicines. I'm a, I'm a patient. I take over the counter medicines when I get a cold or, or when I get, when I get, when I have allergies. Um, so on a personal note, it was, it was very important to me as just mm-hmm. a consumer that there be an organic option. And until us, there just was none. So that was, that was one part of it. And for my business partner, David, he, he actually is someone that he tries, he, he grew up a little bit differently than me. He really didn't grow up taking medicines at all. Uh, he comes from a very natural, holistic family. Mm-hmm. And I think for, for him, he just, but he just really believed in the idea of, well, you know what, at the end of the day, some people, everyone takes medicines at some point in their life, whether it's prescript, a prescription medicine or an EpiPen or, I mean, people, most people take, take medicines, even if it's very rarely. So I think he, he just really believed in the idea of, uh, well, you know, making a healthier option, that's the way it was raised. It's something that my parents stood for, something I, I can get, I really want to get behind myself. So I think yeah. the way, the way he, a combination with me being a, a consumer of medicines and him, the way he was raised on a personal level, the idea was just very inspiring to us. And mm. we were also both young dads. We both got married sort of within the past couple of years. And I think when you have getting married and having kids, I think it changes your perspective a little bit on life and on what's important. And right. the, the other thing about what we're doing is that it's, it's very much a mission driven idea. And it's, it's very much about creating options for families and options for people. So I think as, as our life perspective started to shift um, because of getting married and, and having, having kids, having two little girls myself, uh, it's an idea that really was in line with, with our values and, and the, way, the way we were thinking about, about life. Oh, I love it. I love that a mission-driven idea. <clears throat> it's just 
it's beautiful and yeah we do have a lot of ideas but unless we get that like tangible vision of why it's important and what it will do for the world um it doesn't take flight and i know tara and i host this podcast together except when we're interviewing experts and I know just for us and for other projects I do in my life coaching work and through network marketing, when you're working in collaboration with someone, it's so powerful to be able to bounce ideas off of each other. And, you know, when one person's down, the other one's up. And it, um, I just love that you did, you were existing friends and then you continued to do this work that's so powerful in the world. Really awesome. Thank you. Great. So I know um, I have I have a pretty strong um, background in sharing uh, natural medicine as well through a medicinal mushroom company. And I know for me, um, there's a lot of hurdles in promoting holistic health products in the United States. <laughs> so um, what do you see comes up the most in terms of just educating and informing and um, coming through just breaking the trend of what we're used to. We're, we're used to not caring what's in our medicine. We're used to just taking what the doctor says. We're used to, what do you see as some of the greatest hurdles in promoting holistic health in this culture? That's a, that's a great question as well. Um, I think the most important thing is just to really talk to people about you know, about, about what you believe in uh, and make sure that it's, I, I guess you're talking to the right people. I think for us, you know, our products, we have about a hundred medical doctors that have, have gotten behind us. And so there's just, there's a lot of research and testing we've done. And so when we're talking to our, when we're talking to our audience, you're talking about the doctors that support our products and the research we've done in our products are things that have been, been really important for us. I guess it all depends on sort of who you're talking to and, and, and the product you're talking about. At the end of the day, just think, you know, obviously the most important thing is just being, you know, being genuine and being honest and, and, and transparent. I love that. So what I heard from your answer is, yeah, if I went to a street corner in Texas or New York City or whatever and tried to share the medicine, it would probably be a lot more challenging. There would be a lot more hurdles. But instead, I focus on the audience that wants to hear, <laughs> right? Like focusing in where you can grow and allowing it to naturally grow wider beyond that. Um, and I think that's a brilliant approach to anything. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Although it's funny, um, the Midwest is actually one of our biggest markets, which oh, is, I love that. Which is <laughs> something that I mean, everyone would assume it's California or, or of course you'd assume the coasts. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting how even wow. in the Midwest, there's there's such a and even Texas, there, there's such a desire for for knowledge around how to be healthier and, and how to have a healthier lifestyle. Um, so a lot of people just, including myself, I just never realized how, how, my, how many people really are, you know, outside of the major cities in this country that, that want, that want to, to live a healthier life. I love that. I absolutely would have assumed like East coast, West coast, you know, would have been the, um, would have been the target more, the stronger target market. And, 
it's, it's again, it's a great example of how we just never know who our audience is going to be or where they are. And we just keep doing what we believe in and trusting that it's going to end up where it's supposed to end up. Um, and it does. And that goes for anyone who has an idea and is listening and wants to promote a product or service. Like if you believe in it, if you're speaking to your mission and your values, um, and it has that personal importance to you, you're going to find success just like Max and David had um, through your passion. I love that. Um, thank you for sharing. So um, I guess that's the answer to another question I had for you, which is what makes it worth it beyond the challenges? And I'm sure you've, you've come across hurdles um, in your work. Um, and I could assume that what makes it worth it is, is your, is how important it is to you personally. Is that, is that true? Or is there anything beyond that that feels the calling feels greater beyond that? Yeah. I've come, I came across this hurdles this morning, actually, before we, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, every day there are hurdles. Mm -hmm. I, I think uh, we're very driven for the personal reasons we talked about. Um, at the same time, we also just, I, from a personality perspective, I, I guess I'm just, I can be a, kind of a stubborn guy. <laughs> I love that. Quitting is not something I do. So I also just have the mentality of, you know, this is something I'm committed to doing and, and I'm going to make it work. I and love that. That's just, it's, um, it's just, it can be a positive and negative thing, but that's just how I, how I approach yeah. things. Beautiful. And your girls will absorb that lesson in, when they find their passion. I hope so. <laughs> so what are your goals? What are your future goals for the company and for yourself? So from a company standpoint, I'd like to, I mean, I'd like to continue to do what we're doing. Uh, right now I, I work about 12 to 14 hours a day. Uh, I'd like to probably work, be able to work more like eight to 10 hours a day. Hopefully within the next six months that will start being able to happen more as our team, as we continue to hire and build a team that is, is full of great people that are also passionate about this. Yeah. On a personal note, I mean, obviously being, being a father is very important to me and I hope that I'm able to absorb a lot of the lessons that I should be learning and that I'm able to, to pass them on to, to my children. Oh, that gave me chills. <laughs> it is the ultimate goal. And I, yeah, I watched that in my own work as an entrepreneur and just seeing how the lessons do some trickle down naturally just by modeling. But there are others that, um, that really, we, we have to consciously teach. Um, you know, my daughter plays ultimate Frisbee. And yesterday she told me how nervous she was for her first game today. And I, you know, I, had, I talked to her about fear and how it's normal and we just have to ask it to step aside and keep going. And I thought like the work that I do internally, she doesn't necessarily see. So I had to sort of teach that in a more verbal way than just modeling. And um, yeah, our kids do learn a lot from us as we do this work of growing in the world. So that's a beautiful personal goal. Thank in the you. last like minute or two here, um, do you have, if, if someone listening did have an idea about a business or product or service that they wanted to launch into the world, but they're feeling nervous or scared or overwhelmed, um, 
what one piece of advice would you give someone who's just starting out the journey of, of saying like, I'm going to do this thing, you know, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to make it happen. I, I think something that's been, that I've always tried to do is just you know, whatever it is I'm trying to work on, just, just launch it as fast as you can. Because it, it, it might not work or it might or it might work and then but but until you actually launch it, you just you never know. So I just think it's kind of the it's sort of a cliche, but the whole the idea of failing fast. Sometimes, I love you, it. sometimes you have to cycle through a lot of entrepreneurs have one or two or three failures before they, they hit on something that's successful. So um, and most people that are successful in entrepreneurship have had many things that did that didn't work and, and right. deals that didn't work out failing fast i love that so much and it really just speaks to take the leap go all in and just you know do what you can with as much passion and purpose and power as you can and if it's meant to to survive and flourish the way genexa has it will it, it will happen. Um, so that's great. Just take the leap listeners, um, and make it happen. All right. So you did mention a few places that, um, anyone who listened and was more interested in the product than the life lessons of the conversation. Um, you mentioned a few places they can find your product. Um, obviously they can find it by Googling G E N E X A. Um, you mentioned CVS, Sprouts, which I'm on the East Coast, so we don't have that. Um, GNC, where else can people find your products? Yeah, so the, the easiest place is, we, we actually created a promo code for your listeners. Oh, it's, nice. Uh, it's wellness08, so it's W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S-0-8. So you could go to, go to our website, uh, genexahealth.com. It's G-E-N-E-X-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. And just, you could use the promo code wellness08 for 25% discount. Oh my goodness, that is so generous. We will link to your website for sure. And I had a lot of fun just exploring your website. It's beautifully done. Um, I can feel the vibe of just family medicine and wellness. So thank you so much for that. Um, is there anything else you want to share before we wrap up? No, I think we covered a lot of things. And again, Amanda, I really appreciate you having, having me on the podcast. Um, very excited to be here and just continue doing all, all the wonderful things that you're doing. Good. I'm excited to watch your company grow and um, I will be purchasing some product for my family. So I'm excited about that. Thank you. So thank you listeners for joining us for another episode. Um, if you haven't done so, check out iTunes and leave us a rating or review. We'll give you a shout out. You can also connect with us on Facebook and send us a message anytime with um, show ideas, um, comments, favorite things we've talked about. And until next week, thank you, Max, and thank you, listeners. And we will be in touch soon. Thanks, guys. Bye.